So how do social media algorithms work? Are they all the same? Are they all different? As someone who's built multiple different social media accounts on various platforms like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, I've learned that the algorithms all share almost all the same factors, but they go about it slightly different ways. So today we're gonna jump in and learn how those algorithms work and how you can take advantage of those for your business. In order to understand the algorithms, you need to look at it from the social media's point of view. Their business, how they make money, is by selling ads on their platform. So if you think about it from their point of view, they wanna keep someone on their platform as long as they possibly can, so they can show them the most amount of ads possible. And this is the case for most social medias, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, they all make the majority of their revenue from having people buy ads on their platform. And you might be thinking, well, why don't they just spam you with ads? Well, you're not gonna be a returning user and there's a science behind it. For example, if YouTube showed you an ad every one minute in a video, you would have already gotten an ad or two in this one and you probably would have clicked off because you're seeing too many and you might leave the platform. Whereas if they show you one every five minutes, they might be able to show you more while you're on that platform overall. And before we dive into it, I just wanna say that no social media really reveals exactly how their algorithm works because if they did explain exactly how it works, it would be easy to manipulate and people would take advantage of it. But there are pretty commonly known and agreed upon things and things you can deduce from what their goals are as well. So what things do social media's algorithms account for? Well, each social media generally uses the same main factors, but some socials go about certain aspects of their algorithm differently. And different factors are weighted differently for how important they are or how much they affect the algorithm. For example, watch time is a lot bigger factor than how many likes a post or video might have. So let's jump in and break down the main factors. The first of these is watch time. Now this is for any platform that has videos, so Instagram Reels, TikTok, Facebook videos, YouTube, YouTube Shorts. Watch time is probably one of the biggest factors because that's directly saying, hey, that's how long this person is staying on this video or this platform. So if you have a video that someone stays on for 30 seconds versus someone stays on for eight minutes, the eight minute one, you can show them a lot more ads and shows kind of that person is more interested in that video as well. And there's a few other things that can kind of fall under the watch time category, especially for shorter form content like Instagram Reels or TikToks or YouTube Shorts. Another factor that falls under watch time can be percent viewed. So you could have two things that have the same watch time. Let's say we have video A, which has a two minute average watch time, and you have video B, which has a two minute average watch time. But video A is a five minute video, and video B is a 10 minute video. So people on video A are watching a lot bigger percentage of that video. Which one do they push? And there's no clear cut answer for this, but if they have the same watch time and one has a better percent view and everything else is held equal, then that one will most likely get pushed more. And another factor specifically for shorter form content or videos, whether it be on TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, is replays. So this is just when someone watches the full video and then they start to watch it again. So things that automatically replay like TikTok. And that's why you see a lot of people at the end of their videos will make it so it loops with the start, so it keeps replaying. So when it's hard to look at watch time, let's say you have a seven or 10 or 15 second video where it's short and your watch time is hard to get up, replays are also a factor that go into the algorithm. So if your video is seven seconds, but your average replays is two and a half replays, you have to add up that watch time 
And that can be a pretty heavy factor as well going into kind of the watch time category. Another big factor under what I would put is the impressions category is going to be the click-through rate. And click-through rate is just how many people see your content versus how many people actually click on it. So an example would be if you saw the thumbnail to this video and you didn't click on it versus if you did click on it. So let's say this thumbnail is shown to a thousand people and a hundred click on it, then I would have a 10% click-through rate. And most social medias use this. Now, things like TikTok, this isn't really relevant because their feed, they, you could just scroll. There is no really, I see a thumbnail, I click on it. But YouTube uses this a lot, and this can be a pretty strong factor because you're taking up a space that someone else can be in. And if your content isn't very clickable or not a lot of people are clicking on it, it might not be relevant to the people they're showing it to. So they would want to put something else where people could click on it and then watch a video which is gonna keep them on the platform longer. Another big factor that goes into social media's algorithms are probably what most people think of when they think of social media algorithms, and that's engagement, whether it be through likes, comments, shares, saves. And I think a lot of people put too much weight on engagement on videos, and I think it kind of works in a reverse way of how most people think. So instead of, oh, I'm gonna get a bunch of people to like this, and then it gets pushed more, I think it's, it's getting pushed more because of other factors like great content, higher watch time, or it's a type of content that's just shareable. So you're getting more views because more people are sharing it. And what I've noticed from my experience is that shares outweigh any other engagement factor because you're getting another person to view that content. And the same thing goes with comments. They're weighed a little more heavily, in my opinion, than likes. Because the user is taking time to comment, and usually if they're commenting, that if it's a video, is getting more watch time because it's playing in the background and they're spending more time on that platform and it shows they're engaged with whatever that content is. And then some other main parts of the algorithm are, I like to break this category down into keywords and different algorithms take your keywords in different ways, but a lot of them do the same exact thing. For example, the algorithm wants to know what your content is about. And again, let's say it's video content. How does it know what this video is about? The algorithm needs to know what your content is about in order to show it to the best audience. So the algorithm will learn what your content is about by multiple different factors. First, you have your title so or your caption, whatever you say the video is about, whatever words you're using in there. And then tags or keywords can kind of fall in there as well, what you're tagging it about. But something people don't think about with videos is they also take what is being said in your video. It's directly translated. They know every word you're saying in your video. And a lot of times those will be strong keywords they will use in order to say, okay, this piece of content is about this, or it's about business. And they'll use that in order to push farther. So having a title or caption that aligns with what you're saying in your video and aligns with your tags is the best way to be able to tell the algorithm, hey, this video is about this, so they can choose the best users for your content. And another factor I find really interesting is what they do after they view your content. Now, YouTube is the biggest proponent of this. And again, you have to remember their goal to keep the user on the platform as long as possible. So if someone were to watch your YouTube video and then instantly leave the platform, that would be a negative compared to if someone watched your video or someone else's video and then continued to watch another video or stay on the platform. Again, they want to keep someone on the platform as long as possible, so that is a relevant factor as well. So if I have a YouTube video, and let's say in this one, I'm trying to say, hey guys, go click this link that's going to make you leave YouTube and go do this. While that's necessary sometimes, and you definitely need to do that, there are times when that is 
not a benefit to you. And that's a lot of times why you'll see people utilize things like end screens or push people to playlists they made or other pieces of content at the end of their video. And this is probably the factor that no one really thinks about when they're making content or not even making content, but what you're doing, how you're structuring it at the end to push them into more of your content. Okay, great. So we know the main factors, but how do they actually test content with the algorithm? How does it know this video is better than this one or this post is better than this one? Well, most algorithms will test with what I like to call different buckets of users. So they'll push your content to a small amount of people and those people will be people in different categories. So maybe it's people who are interested in topic A, topic B, topic C that they think your video is similar to or about. And then if it performs similar or better to other competing content around that range, then they'll show it to a bigger percent of people and that cycle kind of continues. And I like to see these as different stages because a lot of times you can see sticking points when it comes to views or impressions on different social medias. And I'll use TikToks, for example. Usually they'll test to 100 people and that's usually a pretty easy stage to get by. And then you'll get pushed to 300 people. And if you're performing better, then you're gonna get pushed again. But 300 for a new account is usually where you're gonna see their first couple of videos really stick in views. So after 300, it'll be 1,000, and then it'll normally move to 3,000, and then 10,000, and so on. And they're different stages, and they increase as you're going through, and you're just competing against different types of content. Now, I wanna draw this out and actually show you so you can understand it better for what happens when you do post the new piece of content and how it's actually tested. So I'm gonna draw this up right now. So for this example, let's say you have a wellness brand, and you're offering a service that is, we'll say, teaching people how to stretch, the benefits of stretching. So the first thing the algorithm's gonna do is take this post that you have here, and it's gonna say, what's it about? So it's gonna look for things like your title, the keywords, what you're saying in the video, and it's gonna take that information, and then it's gonna break it down into a couple different buckets of audiences, as I like to say. So we'll say audience one here. And excuse my handwriting, I am sorry, it has not changed since fifth grade. And we'll call audience one. This will be your audience. So this is gonna be people that already follow you. And it's gonna take them. And then you're gonna have, I'm just gonna put AD here too. You're gonna have 83, 84. So these are all just different audiences. An audience too might be interested in, we'll say, health and wellness. Audience three might be interested in, we'll say, yoga. And audience four, we'll say, is interested in fitness. Now, this is going to be done through a lot of different audiences, more than just four normally. And what it's going to do is it's going to push content to each one of these and test how it performs with that audience. All right, so I wrote down different categories of what they're gonna test. So we have impressions, click-through rate, views, average watch time, watch the full video, and your engagement rate. And each one of these is gonna have a different result for that. So these are the main factors that the algorithm is going to look at when testing different audiences and how your content is performing for each of those and whether or not it's going to push it forward. So just for this example, we'll say each audience gets 1,000 impressions. So it's gonna test it to 1,000 people for each audience. So that just means someone sees your content. And now if the click-through rate is relevant for something like YouTube, 
then what percent of those people actually click through. So we'll pretend it is for this example. If uh, you want to say pretend it's not, you can just get rid of this and just use the views number here. And again, these are just so you have your audience here. You have people who are interested in health and wellness, yoga and fitness. So things all relevant to a health and wellness brand posting about the benefits of stretching. So to get the views, all you got to do is just multiply these together. So you're going to get 120 views here. You're going to have 30, 70 and 50. And then what is the average watch time? So we'll say the average watch time for this video is 25 seconds. For this one is eight seconds. So we'll pretend this is a short form content video. That is why these watch times are low. We'll say 20 and we'll just say 12 seconds here. And then what percent of people watch the full video? We're just gonna say 4%, 1%, 5%, and 2% we'll say. And then what percent of them were engaged? We'll say 7% engagement rate. That means 7% of people either liked, comment, shared, or whatever the engagement factors are for that platform. We'll say this one was two, 6%, and we'll say 6% again. So when you look at these, you're gonna see that it's performing well in certain audiences. So if we look at the watch time, this one only had eight seconds of watch time, and we know that's one of our biggest factors. So this audience, this piece of content for this audience is probably not gonna get pushed there anymore. This one, our audience is doing very well, and these can also overlap. Our audience is probably also interested in yoga and fitness and health and wellness and all of them, but it's trying to really target it down to who is this video for? It had a decent engagement rate, it had the best watch time, and it had a great click-through. So this video, would then move on, let's say it tested with 1,000, and it would probably test with 10,000 people next. And let's just say that the fitness video, it had a decent click-through, it had a pretty eh watch time, and it had an, a decent engagement rate. But we're gonna say that doesn't go through, and then yoga had a great watch time, and then all other decent factors. So we'll say this one then would move on, and it would get more views than that. Now, if we had a, another piece of content where it was our competitor, and we'll say he had a better watch time, same engagement, more people watch the full video, then his would get pushed over ours and ours would probably die there or be tested smaller audiences elsewhere. So this is kind of how this audience bucket works and how it tests with different types of audiences. So that's really how a new piece of content is analyzed by the majority of algorithms. And some algorithms can take time to find the right audience for that piece of content. And YouTube, again, is a great example of this. You can have content that takes off months later because let's say you're a smaller channel, they might not be able to define what your channel and your videos are about as well as they possibly can because they have a small sample size. But maybe a few months down the road, and again, this is something I've seen happen multiple, multiple times, you post a video, and then three or four months later, it goes from having couple hundred views to tens or hundreds of thousands of views. And a lot of times it's because your audience grew and they might be able to say, okay, this audience is more relevant to this. Maybe we'll test this content again, but with these type of users instead, and if it performs well, then it keeps getting pushed. So that is really how most social media algorithms work on a general scale. And what you need to think about when you're making content, you really have to think about it from the social media's point of view keeping them on the platform as long as possible so you can show them as many ads as possible and make the most amount of money. And if you want me to break this down even further or on a platform specific basis or maybe focused more on things that aren't video, let me know in the comments down below and I can make a more detail oriented one towards either different social platforms or types of content.
this was helpful, leave me a like down below and let me know in the comments also what you guys would want to see next. I can cover a variety of different topics when it comes to marketing or funnels or social media growth for small businesses. Anything is on the table. So let me know in the comments what you guys want to see.